Hi, I'm joined with Dana DeVito. Talking about is private practice dead on today's OI show. Dana, thank you for joining us today and uh, really appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule. Please, if you could, for our audience, share with them a little bit about yourself um, and really where you are in, in, your, in uh, your schooling right now. Yeah, so thank you, Dr. Brzezik, for having me on today. It's a great opportunity. Um, so my name is Dana DeVito. Um, I'm a current third year at the Indiana University School of Optometry. I'll be starting my fourth year rotations in a couple of days. Um, and I've been our private practice club president for the past two years. That's great. And I remember meeting you at something referred to as the Solution Conference, which was, it's just, it's just an awesome experience. And for those people um, listening to the podcast now who don't know what the Solution Conference is, if you could share with them a little bit about what that is. Yeah, so Solution is the Student Optometric Leadership Network. Um, it's basically an annual event hosted um, at various locations. And it's basically an event where all two members from each private practice club across the nation um, attend and we discuss what worked for our clubs, what we could do better. We share ideas. We meet with um, members in industry like Dr. Brzezik. Um, and then we're exposed to other ways that we can be helped by industry um, with private practice and how we can continue to grow the private practice realm within optometry. So it's really just a giant conference, all encompassing everything about private practice. I think there was two cool things that I noticed about it. One is there's private practice clubs at all of the schools and colleges of optometry in North America, first and foremost, including the Canadian schools. And, and the passion that that lies there with the with the student body, because I think there are some perceptions about students or the current student body and their level of interest for private practice. But being at that conference, I saw the passion that exists there with you guys. And two, not only is it that, but it's it's really the top gun of the private practice clubs. You're really sending the best of the best. So the leadership of all the private practice clubs from all the schools and colleges of optometry across the country get, get a chance to, to meet there, like you said. So tell us a little bit more about um, your private practice club at, at Indiana University and, and really kind of what happens, like what, what, what occurs at the meetings? How often do you guys meet? Um, What's it done for you over the past two to three years? Yeah, absolutely. So with our private practice club, in addition to attending Solution, we have monthly meetings and our meetings range from um, presenters like Optometric, Optometric Insights, Essilor, VSP, and other um, graduates from IU that share about their personal private practice. We cover finances, we cover marketing, and anything under the scope that can help students um, get into private practice. We have a whole board. We have a president, vice president, treasurer, secretary, member relations. So it's very involved, um, but we do our best to promote the events and then help set up our club members with the resources they need to go into private practice after graduating school. And every um, speaker that comes to present to us, we provide their contact information. We take notes at the meeting and we make that available to all of our club members. And at IU, we average about like 80 to 90 students per class. And this year, the membership for our club was actually 100 students from between first, second, and third years. So we have a really 
big presence at this school, which is very exciting. And it's exciting to see too, Dana. I mean, you know, really, so I've been in clinical practice now for 20 years. I, I know that when you look at me, you think there's no way that he could be practicing for 20 years. <laughs> but but the, the reality is, is that, you know, when, when we go into the schools, I mean, we're looking face to face with the future of optometry. And it's so encouraging to see the level of interest that there is for practice ownership within the student body. I mean, so when I came there and uh, and spoke to your group, we talked about preparing financially for the first years after graduation and really kind of diving into some of those details and also creating a, some level of path for success so that there's some level of security that exists there. But tell us about some of the other topics, the interesting ones that you guys have had speakers come in and talk to the club about and some of the things that you've been exposed to already um, through the private practice club. Yeah. So first off, I've been exposed to a lot of the leaders within private practice across the nation, just having them come in and to speak to us. Um, we're right there front and center um, working with them, trying to get them to IU. Um, some of the more interesting ones we've had, I think one of them covered how to really like start cold and how to start your private practice. So taking into account student debt, um, trying to get your finances in order and figuring out what you really need to either buy in or to start your own practice and telling all the differences between the options that you have as a student. Like, would you want to buy in? Would you want to become a partner? Um, and how you would segue into doing those different options and just getting that knowledge out there. Like it's, you know, we're in the curriculum learning about eye diseases, refractions, right? And so this information is not always available. So it's hard to understand that segue, but I think that was one of the more interesting topics we talked about. That's great, Dana. And I, and I think too, like all students kind of wonder, well, when should I be starting to think about this in particular, if I'm interested in private practice? And I never think it's too early, like from the start of optometry school to start building those networks, to start understanding what happens outside of those four walls. I remember um, being in your shoes and I remember thinking, it's it's it was such a good system for me because everything was planned for me. So I kind of knew what I was going to be doing year one. And somebody kind of told me what I was going to be doing year two and year three and year four to get to that level. Right. But I remember thinking after that, how am I going to how am I going to figure out what happens? How am I going to create that opportunity? How am I going to find the people that are maybe going to initially employ me and then potentially partner with me? So it was it's nice that you guys have that forum where you have that open discussion and dialogue and you have the ability to actually do that. And I, I think that's going to ultimately prepare you and your members for a greater chance of success when you graduate. I think that's what it's all about as well, too. Yeah, I hope so. And actually this year um, we implemented, we call it our mentorship program. And so I reached out to some of the recent IU alums that are running their own private practices and made all those contacts available to our club members. So just siphoning through, getting the contacts out there, um, making those resources available for members. That's another big thing that we try to do within the private practice club. That's awesome. And I know too, like even with alums, sometimes they may not have opportunities, but they may know somebody who has an opportunity as well too. So I know that like the more people that you meet, the more chances you have of meeting somebody that has that potential right opportunity or right fit for you. If you're planning on joining a practice and if you're not, um, or starting cold, you know, you really kind of take or follow a different path. But I think it's just cool that you're creating those networks. Yeah. And even it goes both ways. We've had some optometrists reach out to us. They're looking for an associate or they're looking to sell their practice. 
and then they pass it on to me and then I pass along to our members. So it really goes both ways. And I love to see it because sometimes it is hard to find those opportunities. You don't always know where to look for. Um, that's been great. That's, that's great. And having that open line of communication is awesome. Well, Dana, it's been an absolute pr- pleasure here and it's, it's been so fun talking to you again. I think it's very, very clear that um, private practice and that genuine interest towards private practice is, is not is not dead and it's it's alive and well um, shown through the solution conference that you were talking about earlier and really the the level of participation through the private practice clubs at the different schools and colleges throughout the country. Dana, thank you, thank you for joining us and being here on this OI show. Great, thank you for having me. This is great, <laughs> and thank you all for joining us on this episode of the OI show. 